Back again, are you? I'm well pleased, for Woody's life is about to take a surprising turn, and you deserve to bear witness. After being rescued by the performer, Woody now knows that the zone exerts a particularly strong pull on performing musicians. I know this to be true, for indeed I have traveled to the zone on countless occasions, each time amazed at what and whom I encounter there. Yes, I said traveled to as opposed to entered or visited. You're very perceptive to have noticed my choice of words. But again, this is not my story after all. It's Woody's. So I think it would be best if I let Woody tell you about his next journey to the zone in his own words. Remember, what awaits you might be considered by some to be disturbing. So consider yourself warned much like the verbal disclaimer intoned on commercial breaks while you're watching movies on cable television, the content of this program may not be appropriate for all viewers and discretion is advised. Today is a beautiful day for me, Woody Reed. The sun shining brilliantly through the blue sky, the temperature in the mid-fifties, as I take to the road with no particular destination in mind, I'm in no hurry, after all. Looking forward to the drive is a time to rethink my life's new direction. With each passing mile, my experience with the performer drifts further into my subconscious, giving way to an appreciation of the landscape through which I'm now passing. I must tell you, though, it was a mistake on my part not to pay attention to the weather forecast, for with every hour driven, I've noticed that the temperature has dropped several degrees and the sky is looking ominous. It started with mere flurries an hour ago, but the closer I get to higher elevations, the heavier the snow. By the time I finally see a road sign announcing I'm within 30 miles of lodging, I'm having trouble maintaining the mental focus to drive on this mountainous road through these blizzard conditions. Perhaps I've made the wrong decision by driving into the mountains without a plan, but I press on, these last 30 miles taking several hours of exhausting concentration. When I finally spot the large log cabin style lodge, I'm totally spent, both physically and mentally. Now 10 o'clock on a stormy Tuesday evening, I have no trouble finding a parking spot or a room for the night. Do you have a restaurant here in the lodge? I asked the desk clerk once checked in. Oh, yes, sir. We're very proud of our excellent restaurant, she brags. How late do they serve dinner? I ask. Until midnight, sir. Would you like me to reserve a place for you? Although I was sure I would be the only diner on this dismal night, I agree, thank her, and head up to my second-floor non-smoking room after the grueling day of driving. A long, hot shower invigorates me, preparing me for re-entry into wakefulness. I think it might have something to do with my long-standing habit of showering before going out to perform, requiring my senses to be at full alert into the wee hours of the morning. Whatever the reason, this evening proves true to form and the shower leaves me fully refreshed. Back in the lobby, I approach the restaurant, surprised to see a line of people waiting to be seated in spite of the blizzard raging outside. Or is it because of the blizzard? 
The answer to that question reveals itself in the form of a large poster displayed on an easel just outside the restaurant entrance. Tonight, guitar and vocal song stylings by Violetta. The poster features a head and shoulders color photo of a young green-eyed beauty with short wavy auburn hair. This, I assume, must be Violetta. As beautiful as is her face, her eyes hint at a faraway preoccupation with something unseen to any but the most observant viewer. I know that may sound a bit silly, but I couldn't help but sense a deep emptiness in those lovely green eyes. Almost as if her sitting for that photo was the farthest thing from her mind or interest. Her eyes seemed to be looking towards me, not at me, prompting me to wonder at the cause of such a look. Regardless, I find myself looking forward to the prospect of hearing another musician perform since I'm usually on the stage myself, unable to take advantage of the opportunity simply to listen to another musician from the audience's perspective. Add to that the anticipation of seeing such a beautiful young woman performing not 15 feet away from my table, and I'm beginning to think about other things as well. I confess, I never really gave much credence to the instrumental abilities of female musicians. Call me a male chauvinist if you like, but in my experience, limited as it may be, women perhaps sang well, but I'd never heard one play with the same emotional intensity and physical control that I myself aspired to. I was about to be educated in the ways of the musical world. My uncalled for and all too common sexist misconception soon to be crushed. Do you have a reservation, sir? The hostess asked, actually startling me from my musing. Yes, I do, and it looks like I'll need one, I joked. My name is Woody Reed. She scanned her list for only a brief moment. Ah, yes, here you are. Right this way, please, Mr. Reed. I followed her through the restaurant to a small table located on the far wall, quite close to the small carpeted stage, which was raised about two feet above floor level. Though the rear was dark by contrast, I could see a door I assumed must be the stage entrance from a dressing room behind. Since I neither saw nor heard Violetta, I guessed I must have arrived during the break between her first and second sets. May I get you something from the bar this evening? The hostess asked, once again interrupting my thoughts. Um, sure, I answered. I think I'll have a glass of your house ginger ale. She rolled her eyes and said, Very well, sir. And will you be having dinner with us this evening? Absolutely, I replied. Thomas will be your server, sir. He'll bring your ginger ale immediately, as well as your dinner menu. Thank you.